0: This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter Hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, Hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com.
1: You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined once again with the fabulous Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. For those tuning in for the first time, uh, and by the way, I hope if you are tuning in for the first time um, that you enjoy this podcast and then you tell all your friends about it as well. Uh, Noelle is a relationship expert, a popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, and is also the author of nine best selling books. Today, uh, this week, we are going to talk about how your spouse isn't a mind reader and the complications that can come from that. Uh, we haven't quite developed that superpower yet. So, um, <laughs> you know, we've talked on occasion about how it's not fair to expect your spouse to be a mind reader, Noel, and to, some, to somehow know intuitively what you want or to assume that because you wanted something last year, uh, your spouse will remember that you want the same thing this year.
1: Uh Uh-huh, yep. It's rather like a husband somehow magically knowing you want roses on your birthday, or a wife psychically divining that football is more than a sport. It's a religion, and that's why you're not supposed to chit-chat with her during the game. That's right. It's those kinds of mind-reading things that, you know, they get us in big
0: trouble. You know, it's funny is uh, my my wife and I run into this issue as well where she'll begin a topic – uh, midway through the midway through the story, and just assume that I already know what she's talking about, mm-hmm. and I'll have to stop her and say, "I'm I, I'm I'm really sorry. This sounds interesting, but I don't know what you're even talking about. Can you back it up a little bit?" Right. <laughs> so okay. So there there are other things that fall into this ca- category that you say. Um, can you give
1: us some examples? Yes, because actually, Steve, I'd like to focus our our podcast today. Specifically on the very famous or infamous, depending on how you look at it, <laughs> I'm fine, dear. <laughs> That's right. When yeah, when you don't mean it, right? When you're when you're really anything but fine.
0: So when your spouse, so when your spouse comes to you and says something wrong, and they reply, no, "I'm fine, dear."
1: Exactly. Yeah, okay. Or you say something like nothing, mostly because it has nothing to do with him, mm-hmm. and you're just not in the mood to talk about whatever. So of course, a moment later. You, you know exactly what's going to happen. Steve, your husband will ask again, no, 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 tell me what's wrong. I mean, I can tell something's wrong. And you'll go, nothing. Nope. Nothing's wrong. The second time he says, I know something's wrong. The blow up, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, dear, something is wrong. I am irritated that you keep bugging me. And your husband will say, you know, Victoria, like, see, I knew it. I knew something was wrong. <laughs> At which point, you could cry. I mean, because now, you're in the very type of squabble that you wanted to avoid in the first
0: place. That's right. Okay, so if uh, you really don't want to talk about whatever it is that has nothing to do with your spouse, how do you go about avoiding that conversation? It is remarkably
1: easy, Steve. Okay. Be truthful. I mean, all you have to do is say, you're right. I have something on my mind. Nothing's really wrong. It's a work thing I'm trying to sort through or it's a mom thing that I'm working out myself, or a PTI thing, or whatever it happens to be. All you need to do is give it that little tiny description and leave it at that. And when your, your very loving spouse and very well-meaning spouse continues, let's say, with something like, well, talk to me about it. Maybe mm-hmm. I can help you sort it through. Mm-hmm. It's best to say something like, well, I'd love to, honey, but, you know, I'm really all talked out on this one. I, I, I need to just sort of let it sit Another cup of coffee, <laughs> or whatever else you can find to change the subject. You know, how was your day? Oh, look at the dog. Whatever.
0: So this also requires, and I'll be stereotyping here for just a second, but men are traditionally known to be the ones who really want to fix everything. And Correct. so when you hear the wife say, you know, I'm I'm having this issue at work, but I'm really just trying to sort it myself and the husband wants to jump in and, and fix it, um, the men in particular have to be good uh, supporters in, in their role as just saying, Okay, well if you if you need me I'm here but I, you know, understand uh what what you know that that this is an issue that you want to work out yourself.
1: Yes, they do, and it helps, because that's very ingrained. It's actually part of our genetic makeup, which in in the the male of the species, pretty much most species, is to protect and provide. Mm -hmm. So, you know, helping, fixing things is part of protect, right, as well as provide. And women are, females of almost any species are tend and befriend, (coughs) nurture, right? Uh Uh-huh. And, of course, that's a, that's an oversimplification, but it, it holds true to quite an extent. So, as the gal, it really helps if you kind of cue your husband with, Honey, I, I know how much you enjoy helping me, and I really appreciate it. you got to start there, Steve. you got to start with the thank you. Yeah. Right? Because okay. otherwise, you, you destroy his well-meaningness, you know? So, it's, I really appreciate it. I'll tell you what, you know, if I, if I need to talk about it, I'll let you know right now. Just like, let it sit. And then change the subject. Honestly, a change
0: of subject <laughs> is a marriage saver. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a great point, though, uh, uh, of setting up the expectations, too, because I think for a lot of guys, you know, that can be extremely helpful. If, you you know, even though we've had this conversation a hundred times, uh, that guys sometimes just need to listen, it still helps to hear it. Like, you know, I, you know, I don't really need your advice on this one at this time so All right. uh, okay so um what we're really saying is the quote i'm fine dear n- never works
1: well what is it were that simple right you could just eradicate it from your vocabulary <laughs> it works if it's the absolute truth because you got to remember spouses are very sensitive to each other's mood uh-huh. and mood changes they're very sensitive to each other's facial expressions and body language and, and all that kind of thing. Now, it's true that there are some husbands or wives who are oblivious to their partners seeing this, but that's pretty uncommon, even though TV and movies would have us believe that unfeeling cavemen and narcissistic me-me-me women abound. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, We're not that bad.
0: No. <laughs> um, okay, so, what about when the I'm fine, dear, um, when when, when you say that or you're, you hear that from your spouse um, when there actually is something wrong and it has to do directly
1: with your spouse aha then we are into the land of be truthful <laughs> because then do not do the fine deer thing uh-huh. start with where you're at I, I'm not something like you know I'm not sure that I'm ready to talk about it but yeah there, there is something bothering me and then give your spouse a little time to digest that first bit because what we usually do, Steve, is we go running off to ext- extremes. We either say, fine, dear, or nothing, in that <laughs> tone of voice that says everything, yeah. or we rush right in with, well, if you want to know the truth, you were a perfect jerk to me the other night, and and then, you know, here you go, you're into that slam-bang argument that <laughs> will just be vicious and nasty. Mm-hmm. Y-
0: you know, one of the things we haven't brought up yet um, is, is the context of the I'm fine, dear conversation or statement, because you might, you might know that something isn't fine based on what happened 10 minutes ago or the night before or whatever. So that might be a good cue as to whether or not you're directly involved or not. If you guys just had a big fight the day before.
1: And that's, and that's actually something that I'll touch on in a minute. Yes, uh, so, you're right.
0: Yeah, so, so where do, but, so, okay, so let's touch on it. Where, where do we go from here? Um, after y- you give, you've you given your spouse some time to digest your discomfort, where do you go? Well,
1: if your spouse does what you were saying earlier, Steve, and say something along the lines of, well, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm here when you're ready to talk about it, then bless them <laughs> and take them at their word, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're ready... You ask, is this a good time to talk about what's on my mind? Okay, then here we go. And okay. you're, you're into a, a rational, calm, loving
0: mm-hmm.
1: conversation. But let's say yourself, you know, you, you you digested your discomfort marginally and said, well, can you at least tell me what it's about? Which is kind of what you were touching on, Steve. Yeah. Don't get exasperated. Your spouse is probably worried. You're about to drop some dreadful bomb on him, like, yeah. you know, I'm leaving with the kids. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or you know, I gave our life savings to that infomercial investment thing and we're broke. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, Your spouse is going to go right to one of those awful, awful places. So, just give yourself the short form, which mm-hmm. is something like, well, I'm thinking about what happened between us the other night. I'm processing it. I need some time before I discuss it with you. Well, Now you've given your spouse, as you were calling it, deep the context. Yeah. And even though your spouse may not like it very much, that you're not ready to sort of, you know, stand and deliver right that second, they're somewhat reassured because at least he knows that, you know, you're not walking out with the kids in the next ten minutes, your mother-in-law is not coming to live with you. I mean, you know, it's it's something about whatever happened the other night. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so, your spouse can kind of wrap his or her, you know, it happens just as much as women, around that one and kind of it back a bit now let's say take it one step further let's say that you you work it through on your own okay Okay. you can come back and say you know I worked it out for myself and I'm all good and thank you so much for your willingness to talk if I need it I really appreciate that and Great. there you are I mean this
0: is really it's funny this is such a simple statement that we've all heard a million times before but here we are you know, going on ten plus minutes talking about one simple statement and mm-hmm. how it can become such a, a, a confusing, cumbersome topic within a marriage mm-hmm. that all comes down to the best of intentions on both sides. Oh, absolutely. You know, but one one person is really just trying to deal with something internally, assuming that there is something wrong that they they don't right. want to get their spouse involved in, and the other spouse is just trying to be supportive. And right. this is where um you know, the communication skill set comes comes into play and in being able to express, you know, your feelings, your emotions and, you know, I, I'm I'm fine, this this really doesn't have anything to do with you, so you know, I'd li- like to work this out internally or,
1: you know, whatever. But And you it, know what I find, Steve, in addition to the, the communication skills aspect, is that often we our lives are so jammed past stuff to do, stuff to work on, stuff to this, that and the other that often saying I'm fine or nothing is a short form because we're too tired or just mm. overwhelmed with so much stuff to take that moment to think, Okay, all right, what's the truth? Am I really fine? And it has nothing to do with him and I can tell him that or I'm not fine and it is something to do with him and but I'm just not up for it now. It's Having kind of the presence of mind mm-hmm. to take that moment to actually use your communication skills.
0: That is such a great point because you're right. Because we will say things like "I'm fine" or uh, "never mind" or any, any right. of those little short things just to bury a topic that we really shouldn't be ignoring. but
1: right. are uh, just not ready right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and you know, n- and instead of saying "I'm fine," <laughs> you're right. We should say something like. You know, let let's talk about it tonight, or uh, you know, something along those lines, where you where you don't and just you give bury it the
1: context, it. like you know, give it the context, the the, the one word the scripture.
0: Yeah, I, I'm having problems at work. You know, okay. uh, you know, can we just talk about this tonight?
1: There you go. So it's just that extra moment of thought, and I think a lot of of good marriages rely on from both partners that extra moment of thought in many ways.
0: Sometimes you know I I I mentioned at the beginning my wife and I come across this issue where we you know assume we're mind readers every once in a while and sometimes I'll notice that um she does have something on her mind and I will just ask her you know, you know is this is this work related or you know it's, mm-hmm. if, if she's having the hard if she's having a hard time expressing what it is I'll try to just give her a nudge give her a, a mm-hmm. little bit of support in terms multiple choice. Yeah, like you know, is is it about us? Is it about our finances? Is it about our living situation? Like what, what you know, what does it have to deal with? Is it about vacation? And right. you know, and she'll just be like, "Oh no, it's," and and it kind of helps her uh, process what's going on or what 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 the issue might be. So,
1: and that's a good example of is working together. Yeah, even on something as simple as it's fine or never mind.
0: Yeah. What you know? What I love about this topic too is it's you know this isn't a problem or it doesn't have to be a problem. This is really just yeah. a, a happy couple trying to support support each other, Go and ahead. this is just um, some some skills and tools to help good couples become better.
1: Absolutely. So. And I find that that's true of an awful lot of PitchMag topics and articles. And I think that's what um, sets PitchMag apart and makes it very valuable. Thanks,
0: Noel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go get any better than that statement. So <laughs> let's wrap this thing up, shall we? Um, well, thank you so much for your time, Noel. Um, I really appreciate it, as always. Always a pleasure. Uh, and for those uh, I mentioned at the top, but I'm gonna reiterate it again. Noel is a relationship expert, a popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, and is also the author of nine best-selling books. Her two most recent are "Your Man Is Wonderful." and dangerous relationships you can get more information at her website dr um, you can find her book uh, books on uh, the hitched website uh, um, we have a little bookstore link in our on our main uh, navigation page uh, on the, on the home page the under that little sub navigation um, i also have recently started a pinterest Uh, books we recommend uh, board. So if you're on Pinterest, you can find her book there as well. So please check that out. Um, We are on Pinterest. We're on Facebook. uh, We're both on uh, Twitter. Uh, Noelle's also on Facebook. Uh, So you can find us at all those locations. Um, Noelle is at Dr. Noelle Nelson. I am at Hitched Media. And uh, I think that's going to do it for this week. Um, Oh, there is I I take that back. Uh, I mentioned this last time we have been nominated. The Hitch Podcast has been nominated by About.com as one of the top five marriage podcasts on the internet. And uh, the voting is still open. Um, we're getting our butts handed to us. Uh, but, in, you know, so it doesn't look like we're going to get the uh, the most votes here. Uh, however, um, any support is appreciated. And um, so, you know, it's one of those cliches of being nominated is is, you know, enough uh but you know if you still want to give a vote we'll, well we still appreciate it and you can find that link to uh the voting on the podcast page so please check that out and uh, thank you for all your support uh getting us to this stage and we can look forward to doing more of this um in the future so one last time thank you so much noelle and i look forward to doing this again soon thank you steve okay that's gonna do it take care everybody
1: I want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table.
0: Hitched. Entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.